0: This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. Today's episode is powered by Natural Effects. Natural Effects has all different types of CBD products. They have oils, hemp flour, muscle recovery gel, Delta 8 gummies, and their new CBD seltzers. They're sold throughout the tri-state area in smoke shops, convenience stores, gas stations, and liquor stores. Also, check out Naturaleffects.net and use the code PG15 for 15% off. That's Naturaleffects.net and use the code PG15 for 15% off. Go check them out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. We got a special guest host, Michael Carter-Williams, and our special guest today is UFC fighter Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel, how's it going?
1: Good, good, man. Happy to uh, have be here and get to finally talk to you guys. I know we've been trying yeah. to do this for a while. Not that definitely. was fun. Good.
2: yeah I'm yeah i'm happy we uh we finally got together to do this I, I got questions for you know every every fighter i meet you know like i said i'm just a just a fan in general um so you know i i like first i always like to ask guys like how did they like how did you get into fighting like What was your, was there a moment in your life where your parents fighters, did you watch somebody like, what would, what gravitated you towards wanting to fight? My
1: experience coming into this MMA game was really like just street experience, you know, Uh, you know, just being in the street and, 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 you know, obviously, you know, being a, you know, being a little knucklehead out there getting locked up when I was 15. And and up until that point, like really, I didn't really like fighting, you know, until I started going to juvenile hall and like the boot camps and like, Little, little placement homes and stuff like that where I really just kind of kind of you know got kind of cold-hearted for a little bit you know and, and and uh even up until like you know my like uh going to to LA county jail and spending so much time there you know being in and out in and out you know I got into a lot of shit out there so I kind of had this little street fighter you know mentality and, and, and style coming into the sport you know that when I first walked into the gym, the coaches were like, "Like man, the guy got some raw fucking, yeah, he got that raw, you know? No, <laughs> yeah, of course. It just, it just paid a lot of attention to me. And, um, you know, little by little, I became the main focus in the gym. You know, I, I always felt like, before I started getting in trouble and all that, uh, like I used to play, I was, I was like quarterback for like flag football. Like I grew up in the projects and shit, you know, like both, both my parents, like both gang members and you know that's kind of like the footsteps I was like supposed to follow, but um, you know I kind of fell away from sports, you know, because we like we moved around a lot. You know, my mom was like single moms and stuff, and I was never able to really just settle down and really just you know mm-hmm. uh, get it going, you know. So <laughs> from hood to hood, I learned a lot of learned a lot of like you know a lot of a lot of fighting experience, a lot of survival stuff, you know. So um, <clears throat> that's really what it was up until like. You know, like I said, 24, 25 years old, where I decided I was like, yo, started having kids. Well, I had my first kid. You know, like, alright, some shit's gotta change. You know, I gotta do something. I even try to like get into the Marines. I didn't even try to go to the Marines and shit. I tried to do anything I could. But you know, at that point, I had, I had, I had fucked it all up. And my only option was construction. And I was working at a construction site in downtown LA. And I would like get off work. And I'll pass by the, I'll pass by this gym. It was called, it was called Tap Out. And I'll tell my girl, I'll be like, man, like, I, I want to do that shit. Like, I love it, you know, because I remember this one time I had got out of jail and my cousin was like, yo, come watch this fool named Rampage. like, come watch this fool named Rampage. He's going to fight tonight. And that was the first time I saw UFC. And I was like, man, this shit's way better than just boxing. You know, like, these fools are kicking, elbowing, taking down, and like, there's so much more to it. And I just fell in love with the sport. And then, you know, I started going to the gym and and I just had nothing but, but you know, street mentality. And, you know, it's got me like nine years later from walking into a gym. I'm, I'm you know, one of, you know, uh, um, getting well known in the UFC.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, sure. that. I think that mentality, like you said, having that street mentality and then it channeled in the right direction. Like, right? you know, you could be, a, you know, a dangerous human being in, in the sports world, you know, with that. Because that mentality, you know, you really can't teach that. Like, you got to go through it. You know what I mean? You, you got to just you have to go through hard times and, you know, see things that normal people don't see. So, you
1: know, when that's kind of channeled in the right direction, I feel like it's uh, damn near unbeatable. Yeah, man. A lot of times, even the announcers are like, man, he looks so calm in there. Or like my coaches are like, man, he looks like he's calm in there. Like, like I just have no emotion towards it because, you know, I've been through worse situations than just, this. Yeah. Does, like, you know, I've been in a situation where, like, I've been in a fight with my cellmate in jail. Like, that's that's a whole different shit, you know? And and I think, like, I carry that, you know? And, and I think about all that stuff sometimes. So when I'm backstage, I'm like, man, I made it through all that. I can make it through this, you know? And, uh, yeah, playing with house money now. Man, it's cool. It's cool, you know? It's yeah. cool. I, 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 that's the thing. You get a little bit, you want more, you know? <laughs> so, all right, like,
2: uh, let's get into the little, little you know, you, your last fight, um, you beat Kevin Lee by unanimous decision. Um, you put, I watched myself, great performance by you. You know, you're coming in there as an underdog. Um, kind of what's that like? You know, I mean, I'm sure you're. it's nothing new to you. You're, you know, I'm sure you've had the mentality of an underdog mentality your whole life. So, you know, talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it reminded me of like the time when I first got signed to the UFC. You know, I had fought in the contender series and I didn't get signed. You know, and uh, I went on and I did one more fight outside the UFC. And, uh, you know, they gave me, they, they hit me up. At the time, I was at Cowboy Cerrone's pass. Uh I was, I was just training, you know, I was just training, just trying to get better. I didn't want to give up, you know. And I get the call to fight Tim Means on two weeks notice, you know, in his hometown. So I was like, man, this, this is you like life me in there with a veteran, bro, you yeah, know. Matt, yeah. Yeah, like he had like 20-something fights in the UFC already. I'm like, man. I just got to go out there and just, you know, just give it all I got, you know, so I stepped in our two weeks notice, huge, huge, huge underdog. And, uh, you know, uh, just like this last fight, I was a huge underdog under, uh, against, uh, you know, Kevin Lee, you know, uh, he's solid. He's a solid fighter, you know, well-known, been in the game a while, you know, it was kind of like the next, the next level up in competition for me. And, you uh, you know, I had just fought like three weeks before that, you know, before I got the call. And I was just like, man, I, I haven't really been out of, that much out of shape, you know, taking like a little, you know, two week vacation. And then I had already been a week back into training. I was like, now I got to do. All I got to really do is just go hard the next two weeks and then show up and fight, you know. And, and you know, I, I was I was down to take the accept the challenge and, uh, you know, no risk, no reward kind of story for me with that one, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And too, the guys that come in on late notice, like sometimes you see in the, in the fights, you know, you know, they just look like they're not, you know, prepared. You're not in shape. Like, you know, they go in there and they, you know, lose, but it's not that big of a deal because you came in on two nights' notice. Like, you know, yeah. I think it's cool that you had that mentality. Like, nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm about to win this. You know what I mean? Even though I got two weeks, like I'm coming in yeah. as, as shape as, as I can. So, like I said, as a fan, that's you know that's dope. That's dope to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of dudes will step up just, you know, just for the paycheck, you know, but I, I play to win, you know, and, uh, you know, to step up on, on two weeks notice uh, against Kevin Lee, I had to take the opportunity. I was like, man, I always felt like, yo, at the time, if, if this is meant for me, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm gonna go out there, and I'm, I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna shine, and I'm gonna do my thing, you know, if, if it's, you know, if it's meant to be any other way, then it's, that's how it's gonna be, you know, I was just is that's just like being like that's just like being in the street for me like shit you never know where you're gonna fight like you, you never know like this this is like different like foods are getting ready ready for it you know? Yeah, know um but the thing with me is like shit i could be walking down the street and someone's trying to fight me like now nowadays little different circumstances and shit you know oh man you don't even know what you're getting yourself into dog. you know what I mean? but yeah. back in the day when I was walking down the street, I used to get jumped on my enemies, you know, and I I would never back down. I would never, I would always be willing to fight. You know, I think that I carry that to the UFC and I think that's what fans want to see, man. That's yeah, for stuff. sure. I know you had a little bit of a
2: hand injury. Um, You know, how, how was that, you know, recovery? And what do you think that, you know, you, when do you think you want to get back in there and against who?
1: Man, uh, well, currently I'm kind of like in a little situation where I'm, I'm scheduled to have, uh, another surgery on my, on my hand, uh, December 8th. And the reason for that is being, is like, I got, I got really impatient, um, you know, I'm like, like as you could tell by my, by my, by me being in the UFC, having so many fights at such a time, like I'm always in the gym. I'm always, you know, in shape and ready to go. And uh, this is the first time I ever like had to like, you know, really let, us and let myself heal you know and uh it's really hard you know so I got really impatient i tried try to went went back to training on my own without without you know nobody knowing just doing it on my own and I ended up re-injuring my my hand and um you know that's just by being impatient and, and not taking the time but that's that's just like me being hungry you know like I'm trying to stay in the game you know I in my mind I'm like man I fight at the highest level in the game like like, all these dudes are getting better, and I'm t- I can't just stay. So I got really impatient, you know, and uh, I got in my head, and I went and started training again, messed myself up. And uh, right now I'm in a position where I have to decide whether I get the surgery, and it's going to take, you know, a even a little bit longer healing time. And, and in my mind, I'm like, damn, like, I already been off this long. I'm like, I'm like I feel like I'm getting out of shape, you know. And, and on the other hand, I got dudes like Kevin Lee calling me out. You know, and, uh, and, and, you know, I already, in, in my mind, like, I had like two sides of you. One side is like, man, you already fought this many times with a messed up hand. What's one more time than to do, you know, get paid, get the surgery again, and then chill out. You know? yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then the other part of me is like, man, if you, if, you know, I haven't even started training yet. So, yeah. so I, I don't even know how that's going to feel, you know, and, and honestly, I could say I'm leaning towards getting the surgery. But it's just like having little effect on me because I'm like, man, how am I gonna stay in the game? How am I gonna like, you know? I'm gonna keep making money. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get it. You
2: want to keep making that money. You know, I think it's a good thing too. You proved yourself that you're real in, in, you know, in this, you know, in the game, right? Like, people are, you know, excited for you to come back. So like, it's not like you're heading. You know, it's not like you're got a no. You're you're not a a no name guy who's injured and now it's like no. Like when you're when you're ready and when your time, people are gonna be like. Oh yeah, he's he's coming back. Like, you know, yeah. he's a, he's a for sure watch. He's a contender in in the division. So, you know, at least you you've made yeah. a name for yourself in that regard.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. probably like one of the most active UFC fighters too. Well, right,
2: seven fights like, since <laughs> 2020. Like, yeah. not too That's many crazy. guys on that.
1: Yeah, man. So so like I'm saying with that, like it's real hard for me to like yeah. take my the gas, you know. But yeah. uh, I, I got to be smarter this time around and think about, you know my career and, and stop thinking like since since a lot of times i think since i entered the game a little bit late like 25 i'm 34 now I'm like damn i'm, I'm gonna get to the clock over here you know i ain't got the i was like a few years younger if i was still like in my 20s and i'd be like all right cool this is nothing i I'll take i'll take a cool six months off but for me like damn six months is gonna you know i'm getting older dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure ain't that easy
0: yeah but that yeah. means you don't get a lot of mileage on you either
1: actually I don't and I don't like for the most part my fights I don't take much damage I don't I'm not like getting like in those crazy ass wars where like we're getting beat up back and forth you know my 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 wins are pretty you know uh, you. yeah they're pretty they're pretty good I come out there pretty like for the most part
0: so I gotta so I gotta ask you got you got ranked in the top 15 as number 15 but then all of a sudden now they unranked you so what, what was that what first what was that like to be ranked and then what happened
1: well that was like a huge accomplishment for me uh being ranked finally um you know it's just kind of like it goes to show like all the hard work i put into this shit you know for me like all my all my whole career i've been like climbing up the ranks when i was an amateur i climbed all the way up to number one in california when i was when i was beginning as a pro i climbed up to number one in california then like number two in the country and then and then to like enter the UFC rankings, that's a whole nother thing. And then like now, like they 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 put me at number 15. I got bumped down one, but that's cool with me because my name's still in the mix. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'm dealing right. with this injury, and um, you know, it's just it's just a time, it's just a time process for me. Like, if anything, like it's helping me, it's gonna help me develop other aspects of my game. I'm like, all right, cool. I gotta lay off all I gotta do is just lay off hitting motherfuckers with this shit. Mm -hmm. I still got my jab, kicks, punches, elbows, and I can start focusing more on my grappling, you Mm know, um, I feel like my grappling is pretty solid. I just don't really show it, you know, because I love to just, you know, look at the blows. If if Kevin Lee isn't isn't
2: doing anything to get you down, there's not many that will.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was able to get me down, but like the way that people. He wasn't doing like, he wasn't creating no damage, though. Yeah, yeah, it was like, for the most part, we were locked up, and I it feels good to to know that he wasn't able to pass my guard or to put me in any, like, super bad positions, and I was able to recover, you know? Yeah, dude's strong in it, but a lot of other dudes are, too. So, you know, I got a good-ass team, and, and really, for me, like, I'm just thinking, like, there's other ways I can elevate my game. You know, there's always shit to learn, especially in, in mixed martial arts. You know, this is a constant, constant learning process.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: For sure. Um, so, you know, you said you just were talking about a little bit, you know, different things of how you're going to train now that you're injured. But normally, what does your training regimen look like?
1: Yeah, normally, like when I'm uh, in fight camp, uh, since moving out here to Vegas, one of the main reasons why I moved out here to Vegas is because they have such an amazing like resource. We have such amazing resources, fighters like out here, you know, um, there's the UFC performance institute you know Those where masks, you ever go over there and use that yeah yeah man they they got it all you know they got the food they got the training they got therapy they got the 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 recovery all the recovery equipment and uh you know as well there's a ton of gyms out here some of the top fighters in the world are out here and uh you know for me i i was out i was training for that mike perry fight with uh cowboy and we came out here to vegas and he kind of like showed me like, you know, well, he showed me the cowboy treatment, you know, <laughs> but, you know, he kind of like opened my eyes to like all the areas I could tap into while I'm out here. And I, I figured I'd take a, a year or two out of my life and come out here and, and, and focus and, and try to really develop myself as a fighter, you know, and, and as well as like a syndicate, There's like a ton of fighters out there. And that's why I'm mainly training that now. And, um, and, and, you know, just, it's just all, all room for improvement. Yeah, no, yeah, it it definitely looks like it. So,
2: what what's some of the uh, like some advice you would give to a young fighter that's you know trying to get into the UFC?
1: Oh uh, man, I get I get questions uh, a lot, especially like from from younger fighters. A lot of yeah, I get questions a lot from dudes that um, that think that it's too late. You know, yeah, yeah no, they, I'm sure. Man, I'm like twenty something. Like I, I think it might be too late. I'm like they'll be like, oh, I'm twenty four. I'm twenty two. Okay, bro, i bro, I first walked into the gym when I was 25, you know, and all I knew was just how to street fight, you know, but it's just like, I think it's just you could be anything you want as long as you put the time and you yeah. put the hard work in, you know. I think my advice to any, like, any young up-and-comers, like, yo, you could do this shit, you know. You just have to work your ass off. You got to work hard, you know. Like, what you're doing at, at, at practice, you know, like, that ain't enough. It ain't enough. You got to like, you got to, you got to get up and you got to do overtime shit. You got to like do shit when everybody else is not doing, you know, that's the only way you're going to make it. That's the way, you know, how I came up. I was always like, I'll go to like my team practices and shit, but I'll still come home. And I'll still be like, there's too much. I felt like, honestly felt like, is that I started late. So I have to work twice as hard as motherfuckers been doing this shit their whole life, yeah. you know, just to catch up. Having that know? mentality though, throughout yeah. the whole. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's, 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 that'd be my advice to, to, you know, any, any young fighters is, just, man, you can, you're just going to take time, be patient, just work hard, you know, give it all you got, plus more, you know, you got to do extra, you know, if you really want to make it and you really want to get to the top, then you got to, you got to put in that overtime, you got to put in extra, you got to work harder than everybody, you know? True, yeah, no, true. Yeah. Oh,
2: I was, I wanted to ask, oh, go ahead, Paul.
0: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say I saw um 2015 you actually did a couple uh professional boxing matches. So I wanted to know like what, what you thought of all this MMA versus boxing now that's happening.
1: Yeah. Uh definitely say there's uh the boxing. As far as the boxing, I stopped boxing because I felt like the promoter played me. Perfect. You know? And I, I saw the dirty side. Yeah. I saw the dirty side of boxing, you know, and uh it really is. Um I did great. My first my first uh pro boxing fight. I had zero boxing experience. It was at a time where um, I couldn't get no fights because I was, I was like, I was killing the game. You know, I had, Oh, I had four fights in a row cancel on me. This one fight guy showed up like 17 pounds over the next fight trip out on this, the next fight, the guy got arrested the week before the fight. Cause like, I guess he had like murdered his girlfriend or some shit. And like he had her or some shit like that another guy didn't even show up to weigh-ins and uh another guy just showed up crazy out of weight and i was like i almost i almost gave up man i was like man i can't get a fight i just like like it was it was at a time where i had to choose either work even work or work construction or do this fight shit you know because it was affecting both i would like have hard days at work and i'll show up and be like shitty in the gym or i'll be like give it all i got in the gym and show up and be tired as hell at work and it was like causing like you know, little problems there. Uh, fuck bro, I was wrong with this. <laughs> no, that's no,
2: that's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah
2: Mike. Uh, no, I was gonna um I was gonna ask you your favorite song, but I'm more interested to know, like, how do you pick your walkout song? Like what like is it something you spend a lot of time on, or you're just like whatever? Did you stick with your first one that you've ever chosen? Like, what's the
1: Oh, uh, man? I I for the most part, I always always have a new song it's kind of like the kind of song that i'm just like listening to um in fight camp you know because like music's always right. new music and i'm always listening to new music um man uh, honestly i've been listening to a whole lot of like young Dolph lately since he passed away yeah i do that too it is hard it is yeah. hard yeah, i was, was hard. i was listening to a young Dolph before he got before he got shot you know so so right now that's been like number one on my list like like uh, he's you know rest in peace to him. I'm a huge hip hop fan, you know. Every every time I, I come out to a fight, it's nothing but hip hop, you know. Um, I'm always I'm always switching up, you know. But but it's really like what I'm listening to during fight camp. What what's pumping me up, you know? I'm always in different moods. Yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, now tough. I know you were just in Connecticut. Uh, so tell me how you originally linked up with our boy James uh, from Natural Effects.
1: Fuck, with James, I met James uh, over, uh, man, it was a while back, it was actually, I think it was after, I don't know when it was, man, but he hit me up, he had hit me up uh, over over Instagram, and uh, this was a while back, it was like right after I had won like a championship, because yeah. he was with the, uh, he was promoting uh, Steve Orozco, which is yeah. the uh, founder Smash. of uh, Smash logo and I had won a championship, but I can't remember if, if if we had talked before or after that, but, um, yeah, he started sponsoring me and, uh, you know, uh, I, I got to give it to him. A lot of like sponsors come and go, but that guy's like persistent and he, uh, you know, he, he, I, I feel like he's going to blow up, you know, and I feel like he feels the same way about me. And, uh, you know, we just, we just, you know, carry that same kind of like drive. I appreciate that out that guy. You know, he's, he's, he's pushing. He's like trying to make shit happen always. He's always like on the go. He's always trying to make moves, you know? And, uh, you know, I appreciate guys like that. You know, I want to see them shine. So, uh, I was like, all right, cool. Let's just like, you know, let's, let's, let's link up. Let's team up and let's try to make something happen. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make something happen for myself. And I see you was like, fuck it. Let's do it, dog. You know, and I don't even know this guy. He's on the way in Connecticut, you know, but it's just like the person he is. I, I fuck with it. And, uh. And, uh, yeah, like we finally uh, linked up, I guess, um, man, must have been out here in Vegas before I was even living out here. Uh, we had linked up and we did like some photo shoot and stuff and met those guys that were cool. He invited me out to Connecticut. And I got to meet his family, and shit, you know, and, and got a little got to see a little side of the East Coast. It was pretty cool. Ate some bomb ass food. You ate that so, pizza, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that piece of spot, you know, they gave us a VIP treatment and, uh, and, uh, man, I'll never forget it. It was, it was a good ass time.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Oh,
2: who, well, uh, so who's your, who's your dream fight? If
1: you could fight anybody, who would it be? Man, if I could fight anybody, uh, I would want to fight like a, a striker. I'd say in my division, someone that like, you know, cause you know, I got a, a high striking output, you know, I always like when I'm training, I was thinking that fights, like man, when that fights for? we're just like fucking each other up, you know, like, like you know, like that's what I think about when I'm like, you know, I be thinking about shit like that, and they say I know I'm sprinting down the street, like that shit gets me going, you know. I think as a fighter, we all kind of think about those kind of fights, you know. And I kind of feel like, man, who's someone that could give me a fight like that in this division, you know? There's a lot of options, dude. Um, of course, I want to fight the champion, you know. That's the dream fight for me. But uh I think like one of those one of those dream fights would probably be uh in my division. I say Masvidal. That'd be a good one. Yeah, or hey, Masvidal would be a good fight, you know, because it'd be like because he has that kind of that background. We have this kind of has have that similar background where he like he's from Miami, he like streets and shit. I'm from LA, like you know, or or a Nate Diaz fight, that would be a banger too, you know. But, yeah, that'd be cool, that'd be a cool fight. I met Nate a couple times. He's real cool. He's real cool. Yeah. Yeah. I met I met
2: Nate and uh his crew a few times. Right? Solid dudes. Sure. Yeah. That would be a that would be a I mean, great.
1: Play. I would just do it just for the hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was good. And
2: Nate's always great I Like
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: He's a pioneer in the sport, man. So that Yeah, that, that, I would
1: do it just fun. for hype, I don't like him or nothing, but you know, it's one of the hype fights right there. Yeah. No, yeah, I
0: think sure. I think UFC just might like it might be like one of the only sports where a, it's just like sometimes the guys don't even care about the belts. Like the bigger fights sometimes are without belts.
1: Yeah, well, that's what it's starting to become. Yeah. Since since Masvidal and Diaz did that fight, yeah. and uh, remember when uh, uh, uh just recently, um instead of fighting for the title, um uh Poirier fought fought fucking McGregor, yeah. You know, and he's like, "Fuck the belt, I rather fight yeah. McGregor." Yeah. But, we all look. We all
0: looking for them. big name, big money fights. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, my last question to both of you guys. Uh, I think the next UFC like fight is Rob Font versus Jose Aldo. Who do you guys got? I got to
2: yeah. go. With my I got to go. With my man Rob Font from Boston, baby. I yeah. Gotta, I got to stick with the hometown.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a fuck with Rob Font too. You know, just because. Uh, you know, not just because, but he's a natural effects, on me. You know, uh, James is talking me up about him, but. Hey, I'm a huge uh, Jose Aldo fan. Uh, you no, know, he's, no. a, he's definitely a legend, future Hall of Famer. Um, you know, held it down, held held that belt down for years. You know, and he's still in the game. So, yeah, yeah I think
2: I, I think Rob's going to use that jab he's got, and then, you know, although he, he kicks a little bit now, but not like he used to, right? Like, I think if he, yeah. if he does, you know what I mean? It's it's you know that that stand up's trouble, so. Continue, yeah. but I, I think rob wins for sure
0: yeah all right well i appreciate both you guys appreciate you mike for co-hosting appreciate you oh, daniel for coming on and and we're definitely gonna be looking yeah. out uh hopefully early 2022 for your next flight.
1: absolutely hey thanks for having me anytime anytime you guys want to you know chop it up yeah. let me know
2: definitely, definitely bro. appreciate it